Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Glad to be joining you today, and I hope you're having a great day. This is Monday, so many of you are starting out your week. Some people are ending your week. But either way, happy Monday. So we're going to spend this entire week on children, little children and big children. And we're going to end this Friday with a very special guest. He is the CFO of Trail Scouts, which is the new, the Christian version of the Boy Scouts. And he's going to talk to us a lot about what this organization is now doing. And it's pretty exciting. So today we're going to start with this wonderful verse that I love. It's Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 and 14. And it says, Then children were brought to him, that he might lay hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them. For the kingdom belongs to such as these. And I thought to myself, how interesting that we only apply this verse to literal children. And we imagine in the very literal sense that Jesus is talking only about little kiddos. But it says, For the kingdom belongs to such as these. So what if we suppose for a moment that there was more to what Jesus was saying? Many of his parables and his teachings were figurative, with hidden meanings, so that only some would understand. Many alluded to the fact that we must become like little children or have childlike faith in order to inherit inherit the kingdom of God. So why do we so easily forget that we are children of God? You know, as adults, we we come to rely on our own strength, our own wisdom. And that means uh, very often that this kind of dependence is even lauded in popular media and entertainment. And certainly, I I want people to grow up. We want to have there be adults on the planet. And, you know, a lot of my shows are about this whole growing up process and being, truly being an adult. And that adults tolerate negative feelings and they are intolerant of bad behaviors. So this is kind of a a contradiction, because even though we need to grow up and be adults on this planet, and that is the way that we impact the planet the best, that's the way that we are least complicated in our relationships is when we are adults. But when it comes to Jesus, I think he's telling us we need to be like little children. And I don't mean immature. I I mean we need to be childlike in terms of hopes and dreams and what we can believe God can do and not limit God by our own understanding. Children believe their parents can do anything and they trust them implicitly. And this is one of the things that one of the best things we could give God is our childlike faith. And so we encourage children to behave properly. properly. We stop being so silly, we learn responsibility, and we may not want to admit it, 
but we may seem see the children as less important in the grand scheme of our day. You know, mommy needs to finish this project. Daddy needs some quiet time. But this is not God's way. God values children. And Jesus called the children to come to him. And he rebuked the disciples when they tried to shoo them away. So just as everything Jesus said and did was kind of topsy-turvy with the world's view, in heaven's economy, children are very important. He says, for the kingdom belongs to such as these. That's pretty important. So there is something that God wants you to remember about yourself today. God sees you as his child, and he values you. He loves you. He wants you to come to him, and he wants to heal your hurts. And he's saying to those around us, let my children come to me and do not stop them. Or perhaps he's reminding you to not hinder another one of his children from coming to him, or to not hinder yourself. Sometimes we go to God and we think we have to have all of our problems figured out. Sometimes we go to God and we think we're going to be in trouble. That doesn't mean that he doesn't chastise us for bad behaviors because bad behaviors are hard on us and they make our lives very complicated and they they are hard hard on other people as well. And so let's really remember this verse. The children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom belongs to such as these. So let's think about that for a minute. The kingdom belongs to the little children. And I don't think that God is necessarily saying little children in age, like five or eight or 12. I I mean, I think that does apply. But I think he's talking to us as adults to not stop being young in spirit and to not become jaded and to not not give ourselves over to just hardship and depressing ideas and ways of thinking and looking at the world through the world's eyes as something that has lost its luster and its value and and it's all going to hell, right? that we want to say to ourselves, wait a minute. Little children don't think that way. Little children have hope. Little children have great imagination. Little children play. They enjoy the world that God has created for them. And I think as adults, we still want to try to do that. We can get caught up in the world and how bad things are and the hardships and the burdens that we carry and the responsibilities that we carry. And sometimes we lose that part of us that's very childlike, that plays, that can laugh at jokes, that can just enjoy being in the moment. I, um, I went to my friend's Lisa Payway. I went to her ranch yesterday, my husband and I did, and I got to hold chickens and <laughs> I got to play with horses. And the horses, there you'll see one on Instagram. This horse just kissed my head and started eating my hair. It was hilarious. And I had this moment of like childlike wonder, just how fun the moment was. Instead of thinking of all the responsibilities I had waiting for me at home and, and the week coming up and all the responsibilities I have this week. And I was just able to kind of be in the moment and just relax a little bit and enjoy how beautiful yesterday was. 
the clouds were beautiful, the sky was beautiful. And, and I really let myself, as I thought about doing this show, I thought, why don't I look at the world through the eyes of a child just for a moment? Still, certainly, I'm going to be responsible. But I really let myself have that younger, more innocent part of me experience the world that God has created. Because there are still really good things going on in this world. And so we may not want to admit it, but we may see children as less important in the grand scheme of our day. And we may see it as less important for us to find that part of ourself that allows us to have wonderment and imagination and enjoy God's world. So there's something that God really does want you to remember about yourself today. He really does see you as his child. And he really values you. He loves you. And he wants you to come to him. He wants to heal your hurts. He is saying to those around us, let my children come to me and don't stop them. Don't get in their way. Perhaps he's reminding you not to hinder another one of his children or not to hinder yourself. In the message version, the message version of the Bible, these verses 13 through 15, we can glean so much more from these verses. This is what it says. One day the children were brought to Jesus in hope that he would lay hands on them and pray over them. So the operative word here is in hope. See, we don't want to steal others' hope. We don't want to steal from them or discourage them from coming to get help or healing from Jesus. We need to encourage others to seek him first and to go to him, or we need to lead them to him. This is extremely important that we don't steal people's hope and we don't discourage them. See, those little children, they just hoped in Jesus. They ran to him. They jumped on his lap. But the disciples shooed them off. So think about this. How many times do we minimize our pain or our needs and we put them off until later? How often do we see ourselves, us as a little one, that's less important? How often do we neglect to lead someone to Jesus because it doesn't fit our time schedule or our plan. We say, yeah, I'll pray for you tonight. Yeah, I'll pray for you. Instead of stopping right in that moment, how long does 30 seconds take just to pray a quick word for someone, to lay a hand on them, to encourage them to seek Jesus that day, and to say to them, I'm hoping for you. I have hope. Go to Jesus in hope. And so we go down farther. The disciples shooed them off, but Jesus intervened. When I read that, I thought, that is really important. Hallelujah, because he intervenes for us. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for us. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 34. He intercedes for us. That's our hope. That he goes to God, our Father, as our brother, and intercedes for us. So he goes on to say, let the children alone. Don't prevent them from coming to see me. God's 
kingdom is made up of people like these. I love that. He said, let the children alone. Don't prevent them from coming to me because God's kingdom is made up of people like these. He said these little children, he called them people. So we can interchange that. We can say, you know what? We are people. We're, we're grown adults. But we're still little kids in God's eyes. And we still need to seek him and we need to not prevent ourselves from going to him or prevent others from going to him. Because God's kingdom is made up of people like these. We want to be those people, don't we? So it is interesting to, and, and worthy to note that he didn't say children, but he said people. He said God's kingdom is made up of people like these. Let the children alone. God's kingdom is made up of people like these. We are all his children, no matter how, what age or station in life. And people that honor children as Jesus did are authentic, real, honest people of God's kingdom here on earth. And one of the things that helps me when I'm interacting with difficult people is I really ask God to help me see the child within them, to see the little person, the little people, the little person that's inside of them that is struggling so much so that I don't see them as this just grown adult with all these expectations. But I say, you know what? God sees them as his child that's living in a really tough place here on earth and struggling. You know, the majority of people are really good people. You know, we might get a bad version of them, but the majority of us really want to be good people. But we're in pain, and you know when people are in pain, they're not usually in a good mood. So we want to really make sure that we are allowing ourselves to be childlike with God and not childish, even though sometimes I am. I have to admit I might be childish with God. But I allow myself to be childlike, to continue to hope, to not lose hope, continue to dream, continue to believe the best about his world and believe the best about the people here. Because there really is very few really bad people. And so what happens here is Jesus, Jesus said, let's honor the children. And then after laying hands on them, he left. See, notice that he did not move on to the next thing until he met the needs of the children. We need to take a lesson from Jesus in how we, ma how we manage his children, or us, as followers of Christ. Like I said earlier, you know, how long is 30 seconds? And our world is very different. Our, the way we experience time is very different than the way people experienced time 100 years ago, or 500 years ago, or 1,000 years ago. To us, 10 seconds is interminable. And so we don't take time. And we don't want to stop and pull over and address a person. And so we notice that Jesus didn't move on until he met the needs of those children. It says after laying hands on them, then he left. Then he moved on to the next thing. So above all, else, uh, above all else, if you can't support yourself or others in coming to Jesus, then leave them alone. 
just don't get in their way. If you can't lead yourself to Christ, if you can't lead another to Christ, then just get out of the way. This is what, this is what Jesus d- directed the disciples in Matthew chapter 19, 14. And in fact, in Matthew chapter 18, verse 6, Jesus warns us. He says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. That's harsh. He warns us of this. He says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. So like I said earlier, if you can't lead them there, then just don't do anything. But don't hinder people from coming to Christ. And a lot of times we can hinder people from coming to Christ in all kinds of different manners. We can do it through our attitude. We can do it through complaining. We can do it through dishonesty. We can do it through rushing. And we can miss a need that might just take us a very short time to meet. So this is really strong language. So let's just kind of soak that in for a moment. It would be better to be drowned in the sea with a millstone around your neck with no hope of escaping than to cause a little one to stumble. See, this makes me want to be a lot more careful as to how I treat God's children, how I treat myself. I'm of great value to God, even if I don't feel it. And you are of great value to God, even if you don't feel it. So this is powerful. He says, with no hope of escaping, if you were to cause a little one to stumble. So be careful how you get in the way of people around you. Be careful how you get in the way of yourself. Be careful of how you treat yourself and how you treat others. It helps me to keep on top of things as I'm walking through the grocery store, as I'm driving, as I'm running around, racing around, trying to get things done, that I recognize that every single human on the planet is God's child. He created everyone. Every single person was created by God, was born by God. Every single person is of value. If we were to value our world better, if we were to see the childlike qualities of people around us, we might be kinder, we might be gentler, We might have more appropriate expectations on them. So let's go back now to the first verse where the disciples were shooing the children away from Jesus. And Jesus countered by saying that they should let the children come to him. And he says in in Matthew 18, 6, it'd be better for the disciples to have done nothing at all than to hinder the children from coming to Jesus. So let the children come to me. So one of the things that I do if I'm not having a good day, if I'm kind of in a bad mood, if I'm whatever, stressed, I work at doing nothing at all to people just so that I make sure I don't cause them to stumble. I just try to do nothing. And so let's not be too quick to dump on the disciples. They kind of get a bad rap a lot of times (laughs) because they were learning the way of Jesus as he taught it to them. So let's look at things from their perspective for a moment. 
when they are shooing the children away from Jesus, they really thought they were honoring the Lord. They thought they were keeping him from being bothered during his important ministry time. They thought they were serving him. And so Jesus still saw his disciples as little children. See, how many times do we think we're doing God's way? We think we're honoring the Lord. It hits a little close to home. See, is it possible that at times we shoo others away from the Lord while we think we're serving him? Is it possible that maybe we minimize the importance of the quote-unquote least of these when we should be laying down a red carpet for them to run to Jesus for healing and deliverance? Maybe, I don't know, is it possible that we push away our own problems because we think that serving him means that we have to handle everything on our own? Or we feel guilty, and so we're trying to work it out by ourselves, hoping that maybe Jesus doesn't see it, or we don't have to bring it to God's attention because we want to take care of it instead of coming to him with it. And so that little child inside of us, we hinder. He says, let the little children come to me. We need to be willing to bring ourselves and others to Jesus. We need to be more aware, more gentle, more compassionate. We need to be like little children who grab the hand of another and run to Jesus with abandon. See, it's only through his touch that we can be healed, that we can be delivered, that we can be brought to wholeness. And it's only through becoming like little children that we can inherit, inherit the kingdom of heaven. So let's come to him like little children. For the kingdom belongs to such as these. Matthew 19, verse 14. So I want you to really reflect on this. I want you to think about how do you get in your own way? How do you get in the way of other people? And this is not for us to have any condemnation. This is for us to know that we're in good company with the disciples. They really thought they were doing the right thing. They thought they were. But Jesus is always doing something different. He always sees it from a different perspective. And so the humility piece is what honors God more than anything. It's just saying, oh my gosh, you know, how could I know I'm not God? I don't know everything. I'm learning. I'm a child. I'm learning. And the more willing I am to learn, the more I honor my Lord, right? So we're going to talk about some reflection questions tomorrow about this whole process of how do we think about this and what do we do? And how can we make sure that we're not hindering ourselves or others? So just for today, I just want you to take a kinder, gentler, softer approach to yourself, to others around you. And I want you to recognize their life is tough. Your life is tough. My life is tough. In spite of a lot of good things that we may have going on, it's hard. It's difficult. And working out our salvation with fear and trembling is that, fear and trembling. So be good to you today. Be kind to you. And let that childlike part of you run to Jesus all the time, every moment of every day, and drag everybody else with you. This is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Make sure you check out the website at Cynthia.com. Have a great rest of your day. Join me tomorrow as we continue talking about children. 
Thank you, Jeremy, my great producer. So appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.